This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. It's time for The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap with Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFalco. We got a loaded weekend for you. Week 8 in the NFL, Bears-Niners, some big marquee games, including a really intriguing Sunday night game, a couple of big college games, one of the biggest, uh, somewhat local, we'll call it, since there are so many Michigan and MSU alums, the game in East Lansing. On Saturday afternoon, we got the World Series happening back in Atlanta, so a lot for Mike and I to discuss, and we are going to jump right in. Another decent week last week. We've given out winners uh, all season. I think Mike got the official record. What did you say, Mike? 28-17-2? and two? Yeah, we're 28, 17, and 2. How you doing, everybody? And uh, Carmen uh, is still the hottest handicapper. 1 and 1. Should have basically gone 2 and 0. Oh, uh, 15 and 4. I've climbed out of the depths. I'm 13, 13, and 2. Now, keep in mind, folks, there's some things here I want everybody to understand. They tell me that this is the first time since 2011 the public has won three weeks in a row. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't remember that. <laughs> Because I was a public better in 2011. I don't remember anybody I knew saying, hey, I've won three weeks in a row. None of us do. And we were public better. So that being said, I understand all the hubbub about how the house is losing. Now, last night, I had the over. This is the way my season's going right now. Okay? They have to score in that play. You, you know, I mean, you got uh, A.J. Green not even turning around. Right. And I know you want to talk about a bad beat. That's another bad beat. I said, basically, I should have a winning record in the NFL. But what you won't hear from the people is, here's how weird it is right now. On my Friday morning show, and that's the g- shortest segment maybe for money-making in radio history. Yeah. There's no question. Profitability. Segment, profitability. <laughs> Two and oh. You know how I did it? How? I am 73% in college the last two years on Carmen and Europe. I mean, that's unbelievable. And nobody picks at 73%. But wait a minute. I'm only, I've gone from 59 to 53 the last two years in the NFL on Carmen and Yurko until two weeks ago when I, I, I had Arizona and, and another team, a pro team. So, so you know what? It's just one of those years, but I'm, Telling you now, folks, be careful because I've been just, thank God, I don't have to pick five games. I, I, like my media pool. You're right, yeah. Yeah, I'm Custer going, do I have a chance? I'm shooting at 100 people. I, do I have a chance? I think five. To, you know, look, we do that media pool, and that's a that's a sunk cost. Oh, I suck in it right now. I'm in last well, place right now. and, and But I, like I've said, I've had so many bad beats. Last week I didn't, though. One in four was a, was a public week again. Yeah. And, and I'm going to tell everybody this, and this is why I'm losing. I, I analyze everything. Do you know, Carmen, there's not been a team that's been over plus seven and a half that's covered? Boy, is that right? In the NFL this year. Look it up. If you've been plus eight. I live off that. My system lives off that. There's not one team? There's not one dog not that's, one big team. that's covered? Go up. Go check it out. That's plus well, eight I, I, or more. I didn't even realize that. And the dogs that's, have been doing so well. You know what? The old-timers got a lot of free time on this that's, unbel- that's, that's unbelievable. And I'm telling you right now, it's the weirdest year so far. But here's the thing I would tell anybody. I don't care if you're in a media pool or not. My main deal, my bread and butter is the odds couple 
and and fire room, and then I'm in my fun media pool. But I'm going to tell you yeah. this: the media pool, we have ten more weeks. Yeah. And if it stays like this, I used to have this old adage: you know what? They don't close any sports books down in Vegas. If it stays like it's been, they will lose some. Can you imagine? I mean, uh, the uh, the public winning another week here. Yeah. Uh, and Can uh, you they... imagine another month? That's why people be uh... careful. I mean, you look. We're we're twenty eight and seventeen. I mean, that is unbelievable when you look at the two of us. By all rights, I should be under 500. But I'm going to give everybody this about honesty, too, because I've been preaching honesty on this show forever. I gave out Miami Dolphins at plus three last week. Mm -hmm. You know what Mike did? He got it at two Sunday. I took the two, and I took the push. And some people lost getting one and a half, and some people got three when I gave it up. Exactly, and I had two and a half, so I just got in. Right, I could not, in good conscience, give out what I didn't get myself. So when you say, "Are you hedging this or hedging that?" I took the push on that, folks. I could have taken the win because it's like the Sun Times with the guys. They got to go with what they lost the game last week. And, and, and the spread changed like three points. And, and, you know, back to the media pool, and if you're in those pools and you oh, have yeah. to pick five, you know, that's a, that's a cost that you're buying into at the start of the season. That's and right. you, know, you You pick five games. That's but it. But picking, like, you, you almost can't find five best no. plays in the NFL that's anymore. Why, right? I mean, that's why we're doing good here. You're right. And Mike and I usually give you two or three each that's that it. we really like, and that's it. And that's where your, your money should be, uh, to be you honest. Can't you can't know, pick five, and I'm not hard. making an excuse. Let me tell you something. I was all for when I was talking boldly, and I still I still think I can come back and win this thing. That's who I am. But I'm going to tell you this: I remember telling Carmen and Randy, boasting, "Ah, well, I don't want to know anything but the first base, first place money." Remember that? Yeah. I got a question right, for you. I remember. I got a question for you. Do they give anything for last place? <laughs> Do you get like the buoy prize or something? <laughs> yeah. Right. There's got to be something for last. You're not going to finish in last anyway, though. The, oh no, I won't. Don't me. worry about it. This is a um, replay of last. This is a replay of last year. I can sense it. As uh, we start looking at Week Eight, Mike, and you mentioned uh-huh. that game that kicked off last night. What a oh. win for the Packers! I, I don't know what AJ Green was doing on the final play. That almost looked like he thought he should have been blocking on that play. But who, I think Aikman. And even I said still that. don't know if Aaron Jones got in the end zone. On that one touchdown, I, I where he was either. twisted I, around. I, yeah, I know. I oh, they don't you. have too much, too much replay here. What are you kidding me? Yeah, I, I wasn't so sure. I was happy because I had Packers in the points last night, but I was like, and I was happy because I, I had the over. Right? The yeah, and you needed it absolutely. Right. So we've got Bears and Niners this weekend. I mean, this is kind of like an injury fest here. Uh, Khalil Mack probably not going to play. He hasn't practiced all week. You know, Mike and I uh, always tape the, the podcast and the show on Friday. So the latest we know about the injury report is from Thursday. Akeem Hicks was limited. So maybe he's trending for a new? return. I know. Yeah, I know. What I know. else is new? You know, the Robert Quinn stuff here with the, the, the COVID protocol. Uh, hopefully he'll get back to play. But really, this is a lot about injuries. Same thing for the 49ers. They're always hurt. Trent Williams, their great left tackle, missed the game last week. Looks like he's going to miss another game. George Kittle won't be back until next week for the Niners. He's still on IR. D Ford is in concussion protocol. So here we are with the Niners laying about four coming into Soldier. A total below 40. What do you know, Mike? It's old school. 39 and a half is the total along the lake. All right, first Sunday. of all, if Nagy had the 49ers, I don't know what kind of coach he would be. But if Shanahan had the Bears, he'd suck. Okay, I, I think he absolutely is horrendous. I think he's an offensive coordinator. That's what I think he is. I think he's overrated. Okay, and I've seen him in action, not take points. I mean, I watched Jim Harbaugh. Just it's college, but I watched him last week. Beautifully coached football game. 
Oh, fourth and two, kick a field goal. Fourth and three, kick a field well, goal. Well, when you're playing Northwestern, it's a little easier. They can't I, score. I get, well, yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe this year. But Jimmy Harbaugh has been criticized. I love taking the points. We saw some. We saw Green Bay last night. Or, or we saw in that game uh, trying to go for fourth down. Sometimes it doesn't work. So I really like the fact that two coaches that should be fired maybe at the end of the year are going to be battling. One's got some talent and a better quarterback, and the other guy doesn't have a better quarterback because he screwed the pooch from like three years uh, ago. There's, so, they've got so much work on their hands at Halifax. Oh, my God, Carm, nobody. Not even funny. You know what's quiet to Justin Fields fans? Because they know now what Mike tried to tell him. It's not against him. He's not ready. And when you hear Boomer Esiason say, Boomer Esiason, I'm not the biggest fan, and I I've, I've, I've beaten up on him before, but I can't disagree when he says he doesn't know how to read a defense. And you trade it up. It's a project, kid. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Mac's going to let la- Mac's not playing again from maybe from what I'm understanding. I mean, come on. Mac might not play for the next three games. Yeah. Will Mac. So. How are we supposed to? I, I, you know what? And we'll blame Nagy. I understand that for the offense. Uh, but now the defense is losing players. You know what? Look up Jim Osborne. I want to tell Akeem Hicks, look up Jim Osborne, because you get a lot of play for a guy that sh- don't show up sometimes. You really do. Mm. Or you, you threaten to sit out. Or this is bothering you or that bothers you. Look up Dick Evie. Look up defensive tackles from, from, from the Bears of the past. Look up Ed O'Bradovich. Ed O'Bradovich. I mean, baby. look up these guys. Look well, up Ditka. Look yeah. up any of these guys. They showed up every week. Well, there's nothing about this game I like. I'm just going to say neither. that uh, flat out. Uh, I- I'll tell everybody the trend that I say a lot, and Mike might have hit it. on something with Shanahan. I do think Shanahan's a really brilliant offensive mind, but you exactly. might be right. He might be a great offensive coordinator. He he might. Have... I take him on the Bears in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you take him as the coach? I don't know. I think you bring up an interesting point. Wow. Meller and I talked about it early, uh, earlier in this week on the Carmen and Yurko wow. show. He probably has too much control in that organization. Oh, and there's yeah. too much roster tinkering that he's allowed to do where he falls in and out of love with guys. And, and he might not be suited to be a great head coach. I think you I mean, could be right about that. this guy passed up. When I saw him two weeks ago not punt on fourth and, and, and more than two yards from the 50 with seven minutes left down three to Arizona, he doesn't. He goes for it on the 50. <laughs> and then he get, he didn't make it. Gave the ball back to Kyler Murray. I said, I don't like I don't like that type of coaching. You took your team and lost the game for him. Well, yeah. he has, and I've said this a lot. People have heard this stat, but I'll reiterate it for anybody that is wondering about Bears and Niners. And if you feel compelled to have him make a play, Mike and I'll tell you to stay away from this yeah. game. But. Um, people should know it because I've said it a lot. The 49ers under Shanahan in this spot have been just dreadful from a cover standpoint. Yeah. When they lay points under Kyle Shanahan, they are 8-21-1 against the spread. So they have, and you're you burning a money. Like but. A lot of people like them this year, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, they're kind of a sexy something. pick, yeah. With the Bears in disarray, okay, with Nagy. I've brought this man up before. I, I know you guys. He's a fan. The Captain Scatino of NFL coaches. <laughs> the ship is sideways, and yet they're only four-point favorites, San Francisco, oh, on the road. Well, Should only on the more? road. I mean, I, you know. Well, wait, you're contenders, and you got a novice quarterback. You lost your running back with the Bears. And by the way. Cool, Herbert, man. How about it? <laughs> how about this? When I was a kid and growing up, I don't care if I played anything, we practiced. We didn't do a Zoom meeting to get 
affiliated well. with. How dumb was that? Justin Herbert doesn't look at tape on the sidelines for the most part. And I mean, not Justin Herbert. I mean, my guy Justin Fields. And he thinks building a relationship with Allen Robinson is going to happen over Zoom. That, that ain't happening. I mean, here's a guy. That caught 200 balls with the with Mitch Trubisky the last two years. Who was excited for Justin Fields? You're taking a pay cut, pal, and you're a possession receiver now. Congratulations. Yeah, well, Allen Robinson has been yeah, MIA kind of. All right, when we come back, we'll take a quick break here. we got tons of games to talk about. Also want to talk with our buddy Luke Pergandy. He joins us every <laughs> week. Coming around. When the Braves went up one nothing, I wonder if people started unloading any Braves tickets maybe that they had uh, at PropSwap or the Prop Swap app. Or Houston. Or you buy, <laughs> did you look at it a chance to buy Houston after That's game right. one? Houston's still the favorite at 1-1, even though there are three straight games coming up in Atlanta now. Yep. They're still about a minus one. Let's see. I wrote it down earlier this morning. What is Houston? I looked I this morning. I don't know how much time we have. You want me to save this? The board? Astros are minus 150 to win the series. Write so, down so. Charlie Morton for me uh, in, 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 if you want to talk about it in another segment. I love Charlie Morton. It was too bad to see him get hurt. But no, Well, I got a story about that. All right. All right. We're going to come back. We'll talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy. Don't go anywhere. Best plays a little bit later on. A lot of college and pro games to talk about uh, for week eight in the NFL, week nine on the college slate. Mike and I cruising along. This is the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. It's Carmen, it's Mike, we do it for you every Friday. We live on the ESPN Chicago app and... Yeah, you know, we got a World Series game here tonight, but this will be the last Friday where we have a baseball conflict now yeah. that the White Sox uh, season is over and the MLB season is going to end next week. So Mike and I will be back on the air yeah. every Friday Houston night. Houston should have been banned for 10 years. Oh, stop it. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I and, now they're, and now they're, a couple, they're, what, they're three wins away. But uh, yeah. well, let's talk about that, actually. That's a good place to start, even though we're in the midst of NFL. Let's, let's talk about it with our buddy Luke Pergandy from PropSwap, who joins us each and every week. What's up, Luke? What's up, Carm? In studio with us today. Here we are. Nice to be in studio. Look look at his shirt on him. Look at that. In Chicago. Looking looking dapper. Handsome devil back home for the weekend. What are you doing back home for the weekend? You going to the game? Um, Going to the Bears game Sunday. I almost had the Bulls game last night. Probably go to the Bulls game again tomorrow night. Nice. Yeah. I mean, the Bulls look good, man. The Bulls look good. Um, Was Jokum Noah the first um, man honored that couldn't shoot? Yeah. (laughs) They like to announce his accolades. They're like two-time all-star. Yeah. uh, Are you kidding me? He was a defensive player of the year. I don't care. So yeah. was Ben Wallace. That's you know, right. we're going to bring but, him back. But wait, are you suggesting not celebrate Joe? Joe is a, a fan favorite. I'm oh, glad you, hear you him? celebrated him. Not celebrating Joe. Did you hear him? Right. Like yeah. they're buddies. <laughs> well, wait, yeah. but, but wait a minute. I'm, come on. Joe Kimno is probably one of the 10 most I love him. beloved Bulls. Ever. Well, that's, that's a different true. question. That's that's a different. So that's question. a different question. You have him yeah. over on Valentine's Well, they're not. Day. Well, they're not. They didn't put, hang his number in the rafters, you guys. I mean, you're being a little hard on. Poor <laughs> Can we honor the other guys then? Where's my honor for Nocioni? Oh, oh, stop on. it! Stop it! Where's Luol Deng? Yeah, Luol Deng deserves it. Yeah, he was there last night. Where's the course, Captain Kirk? Yeah, he was there. Yeah, wasn't he? They should be honored. No, they didn't flash Heinrich. Why don't you honor the whole team? Yeah, Ben Gordon was there. Cool to see him. Ben Gordon, the guy I said say goodbye to his career once he left Chicago. 
Well, he was. I used to went fought, to the Pistons. Oh my God! Yeah. They but he made them. a lot of money. God bless. Yeah. Um, hey, okay, one one in the World Series, Game Three tonight. You know what was the action like early in the week? If Braves fans that any anybody that had a Braves ticket would have probably been smart when they went up one zero to post that ticket, right? Yeah. yeah, obviously goes back to Atlanta Friday night. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I think that you know we talk about this all the time. Like everyone says, don't bet long shots. Long shots don't pay. Futures don't pay. Atlanta Braves sixty to one on August first. Mm. Yep. Houston Astros thirty to one in April. They started out really slow. Did Houston and you got someone's winning this thing either a sixty to one long shots winning or thirty to one long shots winning, and it's again just back and forth just like the NLC was NLCS was ALCS was it just uh, it pays to bet long shots it pays to bet futures and here you are these two teams that you know the Braves made a ton of noise at the All Star break and it's paying Rosario looks great Solaire looks great they made moves and yeah, so that's what you have to do will we see let me ask you one more thing here real quick Luke about that will we see in game here especially this weekend as it, it could be decided like will we see in game tickets being posted absolutely yeah. so that guy that bought um, the 2 to 1 Braves ticket that would pay 18,000 he could post that yeah. you know they go up Friday night he can post that in the middle of the game yeah. same thing with the Ashes we've sold Say the largest ticket on the Astros would pay thirty thousand. We've sold a ton of tickets on the Astros that would wow. pay twenty thousand. No kidding. Yeah, Ooh. all all those can get reposted. Um, you know, team goes up in the first inning, get rid of that thing. Yeah. So be looking, folks. Propswap.com. Yeah, well, I as I heard a buzzer go off as Altuve hit that ball the other night. Then I realized, <laughs> yeah, no, and then crazy. I realized it was my doorbell. But that's beside the point. Okay, that's beside the point. I hope they don't win it. But you know what? I love Freddie Freeman. I love the story. And there, there is a core group of guys, five or six main guys left from from that team. That being said, I haven't watched a whole lot of it. But I gotta believe you hold on for a little bit. You, this is a seller's market. This is a dream come through for prop swap, if I'm not mistaken, Luke, where they're, like you said, people selling on both sides were usually at slant. Yeah. We don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, here, here's what we didn't want, the L.A. Dodgers, to get to the oh, World Series because yeah. they were, you know, plus 180. Right. Well, it wasn't yeah, a 60-game schedule, like, schedule, so we had nothing to worry they about. They were the favorite all year, though. You're right. Yeah, I mean, you're no, not, like... No, there's no profit. There's potential no profit. There. Right. Really, and and yeah. you're going to let the casino hold on to your money for seven months. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. That's a good point. Yeah, that was the best thing for you guys, mm-hmm. right? I mean, having a, especially a team like the Braves, who had the fewest wins out of any of the playoff teams. They didn't win 90 games. Yeah. They won 88 games. Yeah. Well, were... they got their bullpen better, and, and their GM did a real good job at the end of the season. They had a big injury. You know, Ronald right Cunha. I yeah. mean, yeah. Their, 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 their best, best player is, their best out. is out. I mean, it's yeah. incredible. Yeah. And that's why the Solaire thing's been good for them. I mean, it's oh, kind man. of picked up some of the slack. Yeah. We're entering, uh, we're, we're almost at the halfway point of the NFL season. So, um, I mean, now's another time where you're going to see action on, you know, how the MVP odds change and some of the long shots maybe from uh, early in the season that have played better where those odds are shorter, where people could find some value in tickets uh, at props. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Of course. It was like, it's, it's like it was last year. The same yeah. thing is happening here with Aaron Rodgers, and yeah. that win yesterday was big. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah. Kyler kind of let that one slip away. Maybe A.J. Yeah. Green specifically yeah, let that I think slip so. away. Yeah. Um, yeah. They could have won that football game. Uh, snuck one out of uh, in Arizona. But, yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Rogers, like he's doing this without Devonte Adams. I know. <laughs> like, Did you know I got something for you guys? And you know you'll be at the Bear game. You can claim to this, uh, Luke, if you want. Devonte Adams without him, Aaron Rodgers is seven and zero. 
That's, seven and oh. That's pretty wild. I yeah. mean, the guy yeah. like might be the best receiver in the league. They obviously have well, a great chemistry together, too. That is wild. Yeah. It's almost like he focuses more when he like, doesn't have his buddy out there. I don't know. It speaks to how good he is. I hate to say of it, course, but it really does. Course, like, it, yeah. it sickens does. me how good he is, you know? It sickens me he only has one Super Bowl. He should have more, and that's what yeah. I think bothers him. I think, I it think bothers that's, him. That's, that's a Mike McCarthy issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I blame yeah. I blame him. I don't blame number twelve for that. And huh. obviously, the GM never giving him any offensive pieces. Just mm-hmm. notorious drafts, just picking linebackers yep. and never helping him. Is it time to buy a, a Chiefs ticket if someone's yeah, offering so it up on the site? A four loss Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, team. this this team is sixteen to one now. They haven't been sixteen to one in like four in like years. Four year, right? I mean, yeah. you'll you'll never see. Yeah, you'll you'll like, never you haven't see seen odds like this. No, if Mahomes that. is back there, you're never going to see sixteen to one again, right? Um, yeah. Ten interceptions last seven games. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do you take I, a shot on him now? You I mean, you're buying I didn't low. know this. Yeah. Mahomes is like Mitch. Uh, it what was all the defense that did it for Kansas City. <laughs> yeah. In the yeah. I mean, who's who's going to win this division? The, the Raiders? No. The Raiders. Yeah, I, not I, I don't. I, yeah, Mahomes is the common denominator. I yeah. I, Come I, on. I, it's hard to do. it's hard to go against them. But then again, you look at the defense. It's easy. That, that you, defense. Would you put everything dreadful. you got on yeah, them going is, to the? It, it might be the worst in the league. It, it yeah. is absolutely dreadful. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else for the weekend we should know? Just I mean, uh, check the site, PropSwap.com, especially baseball stuff. For, I mean, this is it. Home stretch here. Um, you'd be looking to buy and sell and find some value on those futures tickets because we're talking about two teams that were longer odds. Like Luke said, even if people were sitting on April, May, Houston tickets, some of those were as high as 30 to 1. So mm-hmm. that could pop up on the site anytime this yep, weekend. Right? No doubt. In game, check the site. People would be trying to flip tickets if their team goes up. Uh, and then Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. Is, um, you know, Michigan is 50 to 1 to win the title. Uh, Michigan State, 120 to 1. Um, you got to imagine, if, you know, whoever wins this game, those odds will drop a ton, uh, especially with, you know, Bama loses one more game. They're not playing. Right. So I, don't I mean, I never will, thought I'd say this. I don't think they Mel, will, but it's possible. It's one, Mel Tucker, one game. Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker owns Jim Harbaugh. I never it? thought I'd say you that. You believe it? Yeah. yeah, they won in Ann Arbor last yeah. year. Mike and I are going to talk about that game coming up next, actually. So, um, hey, have a great weekend here, buddy. It's great to actually see you, yeah. and uh, we'll talk to you again next yeah, Friday. Okay, well, what an honor to be in here. We, it's great, we used to man. do this all the time, but, you know, pandemics for Pandemic, us. Pandemic, yeah, changes <laughs> everything, right? Good to be um, here. You're the man. Have a great weekend, okay? Oh, Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Andy. Check it out, PropSwap.com, and download that PropSwap app. <laughs> we'll talk some college football. we got more NFL games to work through. Our best plays a little bit later on, and Jim Miller. So don't go anywhere, folks. It's Carmen. It's Mike. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. On ESPN 1000, we're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap on the ESPN Chicago app. Carmen and Mike with you each and every week, talking sports and sports gambling. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Simple as that. Uh, we were just talking to Luke Pergandy before the break about that Michigan-Michigan State game. One of the big ones for a lot of our local fans that uh, a lot of alumni here for both those universities in East Lansing this weekend. It's one of those dreaded 11 o'clock games, noon Eastern time, 11 o'clock our time. Michigan State at home is a four-point dog. Fifty and a half is the total. Michigan State went into Ann Arbor as a three-touchdown underdog last year and won 
outright. First time these programs are clashing inside the top 10 since the 1960s. Mike, how about that? Big game this weekend. Yeah, it is a big game, and I'm happy for Jimmy. Uh, one of my great, great stories is that uh, one night I was at Gibson's, and Jeremy Rona came in, and uh, we ended up uh, at the bar, and then Jim Harbaugh walked in, and then Chris Jellios walked oh, in. Nice. And the next thing you know, we were, uh, well, me and Ronick and Jimmy were at Pasta Pasta on the north side about four hours later. Uh, I, so it was, he's a great, and I never envisioned him being a head coach hmm. like this. How about never. It? I mean, yeah. he was a good guy, straight-laced guy. You know, didn't you know? Didn't overdrink. Didn't do anything like that. Seemed like a real nice guy. Had an edge to him. Um, but I have a pick on this game. Oh, okay, and, good. And, and I'm going to tell you something right now. I just will say this. I watched him last week. I brought him up earlier because me and Carmen don't go by script. Carmen does, but he doesn't tell me what we're going to do. Never. And I brought up that uh, you know I, I've been watching him, and you know Mel Tucker owns him. I prepared for this because I knew Carmen was going to bring this game up. Uh, but Jim Harbaugh. I think he's having his best coaching year in a long time, and I think his players look faster than they've been. Uh, they seem to have a, a mission complex. They seem to be in line with him. I don't think you could always say that about his teams. There seemed to be some detachment, uh, maybe something extra that was missing. I think he has it. That doesn't mean I'm going to pick him mm-hmm. because there is a four-and-a-half-point spread on this, which is a lot. Uh, for a team uh, that got shellacked, like Carmen says, yeah. by Michigan State yeah. last year. A rivalry game. Stands are going to be packed. So Mike's got to pick on that game a little bit later. it's not an 11 o'clock game. Uh, I'll tell you, both te- both teams can cover spreads. Both yep. teams 5-0-2 oh, for Sparty this year against the number. Yep. Michigan 6-1. and one. How about that? So. Well, I think he's trying to send a message. He's not sitting on the ball anymore. He's going after the jugular more. Uh, he does go with analytics more than he used to, but uh, in game time, it seems like he goes old school, Carm, sometimes, you know. Love it. All right, so that'll be a good one. Penn yep. State, Ohio State lost some of its luster when Penn State laid an egg at home against Illinois last week. You talk about ugly. Uh, I, I don't know. You just wonder what they're going to have left in the tank after back-to-back losses, including a loss at home to Illinois. The quarterback's ailing. The offense isn't very good. And the Buckeyes, while they haven't really played anybody in the last five weeks, I mean, they don't. they haven't played a single opponent no. in the top 70. They've been playing the Marylands. I think right. Maryland yeah, like was okay. When they played Maryland, right, weren't they? Uh, Maryland was okay. Okay, but like as of now, you're they right. They were and, a phony 4 and over. Maryland was maybe inside the top 70 when they played them. But top when, 25, 30, 35. 40. Looking at it right now, not one of those opponents was in the top 70 overall in efficiency. But mm-hmm. Ohio State is ripping people to shreds. 4-1 and one against the number in that five-game winning streak. A plus 208 in scoring differential. Not a game I'm really going to play, but I just I, something tells me Penn State's going to get run big time in this game. I, I think Ohio State's offense is starting to click, and I think they're going to probably put it to the nit, uh, nitty yeah. lines. Yeah, like I've always said, uh, you know, uh, uh, akin to what uh, the uh, development of quarterbacks there, they put a freshman in, they put a junior in, they have receivers wide open, they have the pedigree lines. Yeah, uh, they're just tough, and I, you know, I, I this week might not be the best week for me to even want to bet Penn State in light of other things. So. Yep. Uh, it just brings back bad memories for me uh, of a of a horrible story for for people, oh. which which is close here. And, and and it just you know I used to love love them, but uh, it's a nothing game for me. Yeah. Hey, how about the, real quick, Merck? Hop on the mic. You might as well. Wait, I had Wisconsin. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh yeah. Let, let, let me I ask, felt bad. Let me let me ask a question here, real quick. I want to <laughs> ask you guys something. You guys are smart football people, okay? Thank you. How, 
How does a team, Wisconsin? Yes, I know yeah. about that. Graham, Graham Mertz went five for eight for fifty-two yards. Yeah. Yeah. In, in, in a win, they put up thirty points. Now they rush for almost three hundred yards. Right. What in what year are we living yeah. that a quarterback goes five of eight for fifty-two yards? What? what? I mean, come on. Because they had they had actually that was their best game of the year by far. Because the quarterback threw eight passes. I know, but that that's how they win. How many, how many uh, yards did the Bears have a couple weeks ago in the They're air? Not many. You know, you know, point, Mike. They're the Wisconsin of uh, Wisconsin the, of the NFL. Do you guys yeah. know the the Jesus. running back they have, Allen uh, Braylon Allen? I think is how you say his, his first name. Yeah, I think it's Braylon. Yeah, he's seventeen years old. Well, that he's seven. That is ridiculous. Years yeah. old. And he's he's a freshman, and he's he's gotten a mo- he's getting a bulk of the carries now. Oh, more uh, than the transfer. Malusis, Malusis. Malusis. Yeah, Malusis. Malusis. Yeah, he's he's they, they share the yeah. carries, yeah. but uh, they're favorites again this week at home against Iowa. Well, listen, Iowa. Uh, neither the the total in this game is like 36. thirty six. Is that the lowest of the year oh, for a college football it's, game? Well, it's got to be close. But these teams are two and three in the country in defensive. Efficiency. I don't want to hear about Iowa anymore. Neither do I. I, I really like. don't. I don't, I, I don't either. I am so sick and tired. Forget about Wisconsin. They're having an off year. I understand they are favored. Maybe they will beat Iowa because you know what? Every year somebody's got a chance to unhinge Ohio State, and they can't do it. And you know what? I'm sick of making excuses. Iowa crap the bed. Period. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And Wisconsin, I, I carried the mantle. Uh, Randy had his doubts, and I don't blame him. I was scared. Yeah, uh, you no, know, nothing for me on Notre very Dame. Very quiet about that. You notice that? Yes, yes, I was very, ex- I was very excited. By the way, I, I think Purdue is going to give Nebraska a run for the money and so? maybe win on the money line. All right, right. Yeah, Purdue office. Yeah, that's, that's my Purdue money line. All right, nothing, okay. for, nothing for me on Notre Dame, North Carolina. No. This game would have been a little sexier at North Carolina. Not had a couple of bad losses to Georgia Tech and Florida State. ND has dominated this rivalry really. And even though they were out game last week, they played a pretty efficient, clean game. Really no particular feel for me one way or another. It's a night game at ND. They're laying three and a half. If you forced me to pick, I'd probably say lay the points. But... How about Georgia giving Florida 14 and Yeah, I, w- I was just good. That's the, there was the That's last what we do. We're, we're like twins. You ever see that thing, twins, Schwarzenegger, yes. DeVito? We, we, we're on the same wavelength. That... We don't look a al- oh, By the way, can I compliment you? Sure. The, great, the last time I smiled last Sunday was that picture. Of you and Zetterman and Sylvie with your sons at the bar, uh, you know, just having the time yeah, of your life. it was great. I thought, I wasn't big on the Brady jerseys. I don't know what you're trying to prove with that. <laughs> you know, the t-shirts. Well, I, I we saw that later him. You know, we had the, he, the four fingers one last year when he forgot yeah. the downs in the bear. I, I don't understand that. You know, you got to wear the bear jersey, but that's okay and teach the kids. They're flip-flopping a little bit on me there. I'll talk to them when I see them at the, at the company Christmas party, but that's beside <laughs> the point. You know what? It was great because, you know, our era didn't do that. You know, I asked my dad once, can we go to Rockford? He said, hand me the wrench. He was fixing his car. Okay, now, now seriously, I, I, and I mean this, Carm, for people from, from our era, to me, like when my dad babysat, this, he was a genius. He took me to the bowling alley, and he'd give me a roll of dimes, $5 worth. He'd say, go to the bowling machine and don't bother me. Until you shoot 300. Oh, my okay? God. Okay? I was eight. Oh I wasn't going to shoot 300. I didn't bother him for an hour and a half. Right, and then exactly. we'd go home. And he'd be yeah. half in the bag, right? <laughs> and then finally I shot 300 when I was like 12. Wow. Bottom line. Look at that. Well, you well, know, it's I mean. A different, it's, your, your dad was still of a different era where. Absolutely. Right. You guys are going on trips. I know. It, my it, dad took us to Florida. We went in a station wagon. <laughs> With five radio stations to listen to the whole trip. That's a and long trip. In coloring books, right? Yeah. It's a long trip. Are you trip. kidding me? 
And um, we're looking out the back at another car gaining on us. We really did have a great time. Oh, it was, it was a lot awesome. Of fun. Uh, and, I, you know, the George, you, you brought it up. I mean, George has just been awesome. I, You know, yeah. like, and Florida still has quarterback issues. Dan Mullen's not sure who the starting quarterback is going to be. I think JT Daniels is going to be back for Georgia, Ooh. but it might not even matter, Mike. I mean, Georgia just, like, efficiency, offense, defense, their defense is incredible. They, I, they, they in Wisconsin are the only two teams in the country that don't allow four yards per play on defense. Like, they're just Jimmy Leonard. Oh, I love Jimmy Leonard, too. I, I do, too. He's, but, you know, I, I, I mean, really that's the a, guy that turns it around for them. I don't have a feeling too much one way or another. 14 seems like a lot in a big rivalry game, but I don't know. I mean, like, Georgia just seems to be too good. Well, they seem to be too good, and I understand that. And I, I really believe that they're going to win this game. But going to Florida and laying fourteen to me—it's a lot in a seems rivalry extravagant. Game. Yeah. I don't care. You look; they can win by ten. I mean, this yeah. is a rivalry. I know you're right. Uh, there, there's there's assistant coaches' jobs that want to go to the maybe to another team yeah. that they're that are people don't understand. It's not just the players; it's the coaches. And I just think that that's a. I'd lean Florida. Yeah. I might. I'd probably not play it. Uh, in the NFL, how about Titans Colts? This is an interesting game because there's been a huge line move in this game. The Titans were a favorite to start of about a point, point and a half. Then it went out to a pick 'em. Yesterday it was Colts minus one. This morning it's Colts minus two and a half. So the move here is on the Colts. If I had anything on this game, I might lean a little bit towards the over 51. If you can still get it at 51, that'd be good. If you can find a 50 and a half, that would be even better. I think both these teams will be able to move the ball. Carson Wentz is healthier than he was when they met the first time in week three. He had two bad angles, ankles. He's played great, Mike. His quarterback rating over the last four games is 119.5. He was my, it, 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 you know what? I mean, I had a good, a pretty decent week, uh, uh, betting weekend because of the college game and because I just picked, make, I bet my picks. Uh, but Indianapolis, uh, was one of my few winners. I mean, as far as in pools and yeah. stuff. I mean, Wentz looks good. He looks good right now. I he totally looks agree. Good. So, and, and, uh, and Jonathan Taylor, Merck's guy, looks really good right now. He looks now, really too. good. Jonathan Taylor's consistent. Steelers Browns is an interesting one inside the AFC North. How about the Browns at home lane? More than a field goal against the Steelers. Three and a half is that line. And I'll give another stat that people have probably heard me talk about a lot because we love Mike Tomlin. And boy, they're going to be fired up. He didn't like being asked about USC and Penn State, I'll tell you that much. Um, since 2007. Under Mike Tomlin, the Steelers are 17-19-1 against the number when they're getting more than a field goal. And when you make that a division game, it's an even more impressive 5-1 and one against the spread. But you know what? With all that said, I think I might like the Browns a little bit this weekend. Well, that is know, a bad I, play, but I think I like the Browns a little. I'll tell you what. I think Tomlin wants to win just because of the press conference he had where, you know, they wanted him to go to the minor exactly. league at USC. And he basically said what I would have said. You never bother these other coaches. Yeah, do you ask Andy Reid? Right, that's yeah, what he said. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was awesome. He's one of the best coaches in football. So, you know what? I don't know what you're going to get from that game. That was a no play for me. But I got a stat. You know, Randy always said, I know he gets tired of me praising him. And, you know, <laughs> no, it does. bothers him. You know, the, the veins stick out a little bit. He gets embarrassed. He starts blushing. But he says, bring me something special with the trend. Mm-hmm. And I got one here. Cincinnati's minus 10.5 against the Jets. That's now, right. The system gave me the Jets last week, and I almost took a flight, mm-hmm. all right, to meet yeah. the team somewhere after the state. You know, their coach, remember how great he was supposed oh, to be and I everything know. else? Yes, Just yes. a bunch of garbage coming from that team. But the Cincinnati Bengals are playing the Jets, and I don't know who to take in this. 
I may not take anybody, but this is a stat. Minus 10.5. It's the first time the Cincinnati Bengals, ladies and gentlemen, this is gonna be good. have been road favorites, double-digit road favorites, since 1982. <laughs> 1982. That's we talk amazing. about the Bears. 40 years. We talk about the Bears. I know. We've been double-digit favored on the road more than a few times. It's 40 years. That's an incredible 40 stat. years. 1982 That's was incredible. the last time the Bengals were on the road double-digit favorites. That's what we do. That's right. why we get more play. That's why we're on Sundays now. That's why they're looking for things. That's, why That's what they need. Never miss a minute. When That's we come it. back, we, we're going to talk about a few more games. Jim Miller sent us his picks. Jimmy couldn't join us live this week, but he did give us some picks, so we will pass those along to everybody. Mike and I are going to give you our best play. So don't go anywhere. We still have more to do. We are getting you set for another loaded sports weekend. It's Carmen and Mike. We're the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to the Odds Couple Friday nights at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Doing the home stretch on the odds couple for this Friday. Get you set for another loaded weekend. We got NFL, we got college, uh, some baseball, of course, with the World Series, and you're going to catch that game on ESPN 1000 tonight and all weekend long. 1 1. They're in Atlanta for game three tonight. We talked to Luke Pergandy about some of the tickets you should be looking for on Prop Swap this weekend while they're playing baseball. And, of course, some ponies. And normally we have Jim Miller from Hawthorne Live with us each Jim- year. Well, uh, we love him. He'll be back with us next week. He couldn't join us today, but he did give us some picks, Mike. So here we go. Um, A reminder, by the way, next week is the Breeders' Cup, which Mm -hmm. is huge. So you're not going to want to miss Jimmy next weekend for some Breeders' Cups. Uh, Excuse me, Breeders' Cup picks. There will be wagering at Hawthorne and all the Hawthorne OTBs next Saturday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Here are the plays for this week from the one and only Jim Miller. These are all three races for Saturday at Hawthorne. Race three, we are going to go the seven-horse Easter music. Mm. Uh, Race four, we're going to go with the six-horse and one. I like Mm. that, W-O-N. And then race eight... Uh, we are going to go number three, Hurricane Highway. Bet all of those horses yeah. to win yeah. and place. So yeah. first and second, all right? There I don't are know the about the last horse. The that weekend. was my nickname on Rush Street. <laughs> Hurricane <laughs> Highway. Hurricane Highway. That's good, I'm just Mike. saying. That brings back memories. Yeah, oh, my God. I got dizzy. That's funny. <laughs> uh, before Mike and I give you our best place, couple, let's just uh, just talk yeah. about a couple of other games. Boy, the Dolphins are are kind of a mess here. I mean, if, if they're, they're a Damian Harris fumble away from being, what, 0-7 instead of 1-6, yeah. they did get back into that game last week. They got yeah. the cover for me and Mike and anybody else that, that had the 2.5 uh, or, uh, or the 3. They're catching 14 on the road against the Bills. I'll just tell everybody this. The Bills have dominated this rivalry with Josh Allen. Buffalo has beaten Miami six straight. Only one of those six has been anything close. The Bills are a plus 120 in scoring differential during that six-game winning streak against their division opponent from South Beach. That's 20 points per game over. I mean, they have just obliterated the Dolphins the last couple of years, Mike. You talk about a misrun organization. 
Mm. I mean, the Miami Dolphins are just pathetic right now. Uh, they'll be in the uh, 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 sweepstakes for another quarterback. I won't mention names next year. <laughs> they will. There's or, a ton of teams. Denver, yeah. uh, Miami, Washington. I mean, we can go all night long like Lionel Richie. I mean, bottom line is that uh, they need a quarterback. Uh, nobody envisioned they'd be 14-point dogs at I know. this point. That's no. brutal. Uh, it's a stay-away game uh, for me. Me too. Uh, it's just <laughs> there's too many points. There's some bad teams out there right now. There bro. are. I think they might get run again. Miami's D-ranks 28th in EPA per play. That's not good against an offense as good no. as Buffalo's coming out of bye. So watch out uh, for that this weekend. There'll be people taking the 14th. Probably because yeah. you see double digits, and but I don't know. That's a it's a stay away from me. And too. maybe this is the week the dogs win, right? Yeah. You know, maybe this is the week somebody with over a, a, a plus seven and a half uh, covers the spread. Well, the dogs were doing great early on, but it's definitely regressed back to the mean these last couple weeks, as Mike told you. Yep. Uh, Panthers, Falcon. I mean, the Panthers are another team, even though they traded for Sam Donald, could be in the market again here. I mean, oh. he's probably heard the Deshaun Watson rumors. He has regressed badly the last couple of games. Believe it or not, I think there might be a little value in Carolina in this line, but I don't have enough faith in it to play it. The Falcons are laying three at home. The Falcons are a weird team. Nothing to write home about defensively. They're pretty dreadful, actually. They let two in the Dolphins back in that game, by the way, in the fourth quarter with a 90-yard touchdown drive after they went up 27-14. to Um, The one thing I will say about the Falcons, we should all marvel at Kyle Pitts. That guy's not a tight end. He shouldn't be allowing them to call him a tight end. He's a wide receiver, and he is an absolute beast. He is going to be as good as everybody thought he was going to be, and then some, Mike. Yeah, he is. He's, he's definitely good. You know what? I'd lean Carolina a, Me little, too, bit a little bit in this one uh, because – and Sam Darnold. I mean, maybe he'll have a good game. Uh, you know, Atlanta uh, defensively up and down. Uh, it's just a bad team. So people have been suggesting maybe uh, Ryan leave, get a whole new look for that team. Uh, Darnold, I will tell this to my friends, Mike Greenberg, Flowski, all the guys in New York <laughs> that had season tickets. He's not better than Trubisky, never was. You people, because you're in New York, love Sam Darnold. And I remember when Rule was going to change him right, and yeah. the Jets got all the blame. But that being said, I sort of like Carolina in a this bit. spot. Just a little bit. A little so, bit. I mean, the, the, the pro deal this year is tough, folks. Like I said, uh, a, a lot of the chalk's been winning lately. Three weeks in a row, the public's been winning. Uh, you know what? Uh, two weeks ago, I mean, it was 8-4. and four. The week before, the same type of situation. They're not used to that. They're getting beat up right now. Can I tell you my Charlie Morton story real yeah. quick? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Charlie Morton story. Yes, I feel bad for him. He's, uh, he broke his leg the other day. And well, I got done. a problem with that, Okay, too. go ahead. I felt bad for him when it happened, but I had the uh, under uh, five strikeouts. Uh, he had three, and Altuve struck out twice in the third inning. I had a bundle going on this. I go, dear Lord, on high. I've won the Nashville Predator game. I'm down to betting hockey now to try to win. Let me have a winning day for the first time in two days. But it looks bad for me. The very next pitch, unfortunately, and fortunately for me, I hear Joe uh, Buck go, oh, he, he's lame. He's he's limping. Mm -hmm. That's what we call you. You talk about bad beats. Mm -hmm. That was, unfortunately for him, a good win for me. Right, yeah. uh, I mean, if you bet prop bets, that was a gift. Yeah, and you're like, oh, well, that is kind of a gift. He was going to strike out six, seven guys. I I knew the stuff he had. You're probably right. Right. All right, one more NFL game than our best plays. 
Uh, Bucks Saints is a good one on paper. The Saints offense isn't particularly sexy. They're doing enough to get by. I mean, they're a one-man show offensively. It's Alvin Kamara. That's it. Hand the ball to him or throw it to him. Alvin Kamara has nine more catches than anybody else on the team. Then they're, then they're leading receiver for crying out loud. Uh, but their defense can really play. New Orleans is 11 and five against the spread as a home dog under Sean Payton. A slightly more impressive five and two against the spread in this spot against the division. These two teams played three times last year. Tampa won the one that mattered in the playoffs, but the Saints were a plus 36 in scoring differential, a plus 165 in yards differential. I do think this is a different Brady Bucks offense than those two regular season matchups from a year ago, but I'm intrigued by this one. And Dennis Allen has been pretty good, uh, at least last year he was, at figuring out a way to slow down Tom Brady in that Bucks offense. Can he do it again in New Orleans this weekend? Well, this is one of my picks. All right, uh, that's a perfect way to start then. Yeah, you know what? Just because. The way I'm going into pros right now, if we weren't on Sunday, maybe I wouldn't pick this. But I were on Sunday, and I graded this thing out. It's going to happen. Yeah, uh, New Orleans, getting the points, whatever you get, four and a half, five, by, maybe by the time it's done. Look, Tom Brady's great. He's great. Uh, but this one's going to be in a different atmosphere. It's a dome. Uh, they tend to get up for for big games. I'm not saying that they're going to win the game, uh, but maybe this is the week that uh, you know uh, some some odds, some dogs uh, come back and win. I'm taking New Orleans. I like uh, it. Please, dear Lord, keep the ball out of Tampa Bay's hands. Keep it out. Yeah, stay, stay on the field, and you give it to Kamara and try to chew up yards. And yeah, absolutely. Catch. I mean, I hear this Byron Leftwich is head coach material. Are you kidding me? You presided over Leftwich throwing 30, I mean, over over Winston throwing 30 interceptions. Well, I don't know that that's all his fault. Well, I mean, then, okay, then, then is it Brady or is it Leftwich? No, it's I mean, Brady. let's be I, honest I mean, here. It's Brady, yeah. If they don't have Brady, they don't go to the no, Super Bowl. No, of course not. So, yes. so this sort of like sort of like reminds me of well, how good's Eric Bieniemy now? I don't know. We'll see. I don't want the Bears to take them now, no, do you? No, no, I'm not going back to that tree. Okay, You're right. exactly. And I like the Saints pick. I'm with Mike on that one. I think the Saints are, are, are the side to be on for this weekend. So just the trends that uh, Peyton has as a home dog, I like those. I'll give you my first best play. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Patriots uh, with the four and a half on the road against the Chargers in L.A. I know the Chargers are coming off by. They were humbled in their last game going into bye, and Brandon Staley talked about being a little bit more efficient on first down, on second down. We'll see if that comes to fruition, but look, the Chargers are dead last in rush defense DVOA and rush defense success rate. The Patriots are 15th in EPA per play via the rush. They're 11th in success rate. I think Belichick, better than anybody else, still knows how to kind of game plan to get the most out of his team and how to take away what the other team wants to do. It's not as easy with Tom Brady. I get it, but the Pats are still 21-11 and against the spread as a dog of more than a field goal under Belichick. So I'll take the four and a half with the Pats out in L.A. this weekend. Belichick's doing a good job for people that don't think he can coach. And Mac Jones is uh, right now. I mean, I I would hire Josh McDaniel as the next Bears head coach. It's an interesting name. Oh, my God, I'd hire him immediately. Maybe he wasn't ready the first time. Uh, I did all that. Yep. Uh, but other people weren't, and they get other chances. So I sort of like him. Uh, but uh, Mac Jones having a, a pretty good game last week. I like Carolina. I'm going with them. Doesn't make sense. The system graded out to Carolina. Getting only three points doesn't make any sense to me. Atlanta's got Matt Ryan. But I often said this. Arthur Blank cries more than he smiles. Yeah. So uh, they're at Atlanta. <laughs> and I like Carolina. Blank will be pulling out the handkerchief. And uh, he'll start smiling once he realizes 
uh, the Home Depot, you know, right. stocks and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. Mike yeah. and I like the dogs this weekend. I'm going to go with the Sunday night game. I'm going to take the Vikings plus the two and a half. Ooh. I think there's something more to the Dak Prescott injury than they're leading on. I think he could be a little bit hobbled with that calf. Vikings defense is number one in the NFL in pressure rate, and they don't blitz a lot, so that's good. You really can't blitz Dak Prescott. They're tied for second in adjusted sack rate. I know Patrick Peterson's on IR, but Vikes have the third best passing defense DVOA in the NFL. That's good against the Dallas uh, offense that can be very, very explosive. But uh, Dallas has thrived on takeaways. I get it. But other than that, teams are moving the ball against them. And I think Cousins and that Vikings offense will move the ball. I got to give Cousins some credit. I don't always love him, but he's got the third lowest number of turnover-worthy throws in the league this year. I think that offense will do enough, especially late, to keep it close and maybe even win outright. So I'll take the Vikings plus the That's a a good pick. And I also will say this one more for me. And then you got to live. We're doing this taping before Carmen and Yurko. I got another game uh, that I had just for them. But this is a game uh, that I picked uh, for them and for the odds couple. Look, I understand Kentucky's having a great season. They're going to Mississippi State, okay? Mississippi State, to me, and I've been on fire when it comes to college football. Excuse me. Mississippi State is right now uh, plus one and a half against Kentucky. Kentucky at six and one seems to be a family favorite. Yep. Mississippi straight State at four and three. Um, I like that. And I, you know what? I'm going to give out the other game real quick. Carmen, Go ahead. Okay? Do it. I'm going to say what I said about Miami of Florida. Carmen looked at me puzzled last week. Hey, that was I a said, nice hit, Mike. Thanks. And I had North Carolina State getting their butts kicked, okay? And I said, bet everything you got. I did the Jake Lamonta thing. Yep. I'm telling everybody to do that for Michigan, too. Oh, all right. Take everything you got and and put down Michigan. Minus Great the four. heavily for me. And, and, and this is a team uh, that has had. Uh, by the way, Jim Harbaugh against ranked teams on the road. One and nine. Oh, so boy. that's something you have to look out for. All right. But Mike's going with it anyway. Great yep. out, Michigan. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy all the football, the baseball. Thanks to Randy Merkin, Tyler Rocky, and Sean Davis, and our guests, Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller from Hawthorne. Uh, happy wagering, Mikey, and we'll talk again to everybody next week. Okay, buddy? That sounds good, Carb. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.